What's going on, guys? This is Robert Frank. You're listening to episode 68 of the glorious House of Gains podcast. Tonight's show had Ray Worldwide, the Pody, Joey Bags, and myself. We talked all about Joey Bag of Donuts' procedure that he had done last week. Another Joe Rogan shout-out. And we talked all about baddies with fatties. And I got a hall pass for Sarasota tomorrow and Thursday. Let's go. You're listening to the glorious House of Gains podcast. Here's your host, Robert Frank. What's going on, everybody? Robert Frank here with you. Today is Tuesday, July, what is it, 16th, 2019. It's not hump day, but tomorrow is hump day. Hump day, yeah! And I am at the round table of testosterone, which is actually a square because we have a leaf in the middle of the table. To my right, we have the butcher, the baker, the donut maker, Joey NPC. What up, Joe? Another one. To his right, we have the man that steers the ship, the host of This Week in Sports, the Pody. What's up, Ant? To his right, we have an empty seat. Jimmy Triceps promised to be here tonight, and he is a no-show once again. Uh, no, I'm kidding. He was never supposed to be here tonight. <laughs> to his right, or what would have been his right, is the staple. He's stick in the midsection. Don't let him bang your daughter, because she'll need a C-section. Jacked man with the permanent tan. Ray Worldwide. What's up, Ray? What's going on, everybody in the building? Let's get it. Let's go. And uh, we got a really cool announcement, because just because I don't want to forget, and I have it jotted down on my show notes here, Glorious House of Gains podcast fans, you're in for a treat, a super duper treat. And this is actually going to benefit you uh, if you uh, want to take advantage of this. Ray Worldwide, co-host of the Glorious House of Gains podcast, is now available On Cameo.com. So if you go to Cameo.com, you punch in the search box, Ray Vegas, V as in Victor, E-G as in gun, A-Z as in zebra, he'll pop up and you can book him for a Cameo and he's really fucking cheap. (laughs) I think you need to bump that dollar amount up there, brother. I don't think anybody's going to book me. I think they will. So anyway, everybody out there in podcast land, don't let me down. At least one person book a cameo. I like to I like to chime in here. Two things. You said G is in gun. It's G is in golf. Just so you know, I was when I worked in insurance, insurance many many moons ago. I used to say G is in George, but then that like doesn't even sound. Someone corrected me and said, well, George could be spelled with a J. Exactly. That's why you would never say that. Well, but that would be, as the Espanols say, Jorge. <laughs> say, I'm bilingual over here. It, it, in terms of the phonetic alphabet, G is golf. But that's okay. besides the point. Now, the other thing is, Ray, today you posted some, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you credit here. You looked pretty good in these photos you posted today. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you look good. You look good. So are you using those for the cameo? Did you update your cameo photo or anything with those photos? No, I didn't update. I would because. It was a good picture. You know, yeah, I got, I got a lot of uh, good feedback on that picture. Yeah, I would, I would go for it. Appreciate that. Yeah. I saw it and my first thought. See, Ray. All right. So see, me and Ray are different when it comes to social media. Ray is. Ray posts very infrequently, right? Ray will. Go three, four months without fucking posting. And the last picture that he posted 
Like, I'm still not sure what Ray's page is about yet. I don't know if it's a fitness page, if it's a motivational page. It's it's just like, it's almost like... It's your average Joe. It's your average Joe's Instagram Doesn't really have, like, any meaning behind it. It's just, I post whatever feels good at the moment is the kind of page he has. Whereas you are more of a business, so you're always looking for... When you're looking at a page, you want an understanding of, like, what you're looking at. Right, right. There's got to be some kind of formula or rhyme or reason to what I'm posting. And the first thing that came into... And don't get me wrong. The pictures were nice. They were, they were, they were good looking. You know, they were good pics. But the first thing I thought was the last pic he posted was him looking jacked as fuck in the Harris Pool gym under that half-natty lighting, <laughs> under them half-natty results... And um, and then the next pick is him like modeling modeling shots like uh, glamour shots. So anyway, uh, let's get to the Patreons. Patreon.com forward slash Robert Frank six one five is the home for all of you guys that want behind the scenes footage, pre show, post show of the podcast, um, some cooking videos we got up there. I did. Get Guy Cisternino, IFBB Pro Guy Cisternino, locked down for July 22nd, which is a Monday. Him and I are going to train. We are going to film it, and it will be an exclusive for Patreon. You guys voted. You wanted to see Guy. Guy will be with me training, and that video will be uploaded on Patreon before the month of July is over. And that is available only to Juicy AF and God Amongst Men tier members. You guys get all the uh, the training videos and all that super, super good shit. Who's doing your uh, camera work that day? Uh, I think they're going to be MBJ. Maybe I'll ask Ray if he wants to come down and help us out. Anybody really can can help out. But, you, know, you know, how about the Joey NPC maybe? Joey you know? NPC could always help out. Hey, you know, maybe we'll make a class trip out of all, it. Yeah. All hands on deck. What day of the week is this? It's a Monday. What time are you looking at? Uh, it's going to probably be at Iron Culture at about 7, 8 o'clock. Ray, like maybe maybe we can go. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like my headphones just went down a little bit. Did we have a little technical difficulty? No? Okay. We're just not talking as loud. Okay. So, uh, new members to the Patreon, bros that uh, jumped on board since last episode, we have Hayes Ardiles, Jose Estrada, Alexander Rodriguez and Matthew Devine and always want to give a big super shout out to my God Amongst Men tier members which is the highest tier on Patreon Hank Bauer, Zach G I think Zach G's in the building somewhere in the live stream, uh, Damian McCoy Anthony Coppola, Riley Weir Aaron Torres, Cody Lawson, Austin Thomas John Nelson, my main man John, Daniel Tran and the newest God Amongst member, God Amongst Men member is Jose Estrada. So welcome aboard, guys. And quick funny story. As I was leaving Seaside this weekend, I stopped at a quick check to grab an iced coffee and to get gas. When I went inside, I actually met Hayes Ardiles, which is our newest um, uh, Patreon member. But he's also a good friend of Mr. Jimmy Triceps. And that's who Jimmy Triceps was talking about last week for the good portion of the show, saying... You know, him and Hayes go way back to the uh, military days and solid dude. And I met him face to face. And Hayes, you're the man, brother. So that was that. Live stream, I see that we have a super chat that I missed. It says, this is from Air Raid Band, tips for huge arms. 
Train them every fucking day. Why did? How did you pop out of the fucking? I popped that alive because I wanted to go into my DMs briefly, and I just did. And I want to call something out here, which probably many of you don't remember, but I do. Okay. Mike Archtype, Mike hmm. Archtype Tyson, is his name, Instagram name for those of you who've been listening for a while. A couple months ago, him and I had a competition, and tonight, actually tomorrow night, he was supposed to be on the podcast. Do you recall this, Rob? I do because I had it noted, and I spoke to him a few days ago and let him know we're going to have to reschedule. Oh, uh, he was going to be our guest because Rob's going to be in Sarasota. Initially, I thought this wasn't even going to happen tonight. This was a last-minute decision. Rob was going to do a solo podcast. But tomorrow, Rob is gone. Uh, he leaves tomorrow morning to head to Steel Supplements headquarters in Sarasota. Yep. Uh, Florida, so he's hopping on a plane. So we're not doing the podcast tomorrow. But Mike, I've already told you in a DM we're going to reschedule. But honestly, I think it's in your favor to be honest with you, because the competition was who could like look the best come July, and it's July, and I know I look better than you right now. Ooh, you finally are exuding some confidence. Oh, conf- listen, when I tell you this story. Just a couple recent stories when, when it comes time for me to talk about it. But, man, those looks that I wasn't getting oh, six months ago and for the last couple years where I told you guys I'm going out and you don't get a smile, you don't get nothing from anybody. Oh, man. I'm down, what, about 25 pounds right now. I'm finally into the 220s. And, again, I'll talk about this later. But I'm getting more than smiles now, you know. <laughs> I am just fucking so happy again. So, Mike, uh, you know, you got some more time now. Keep working out. But uh, if you would have came today, I would have, you know, I, I look better than you. I'm sorry. I, I would have won. So anyway, he'll be on. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get you on there, Big Mike. Um, so, yeah, once we get back and we have everything figured out, and I know we may be switching days, too, because uh, we may be moving to Thursdays moving forward because Beard So Strong wants to fucking uh, pop on. This guy's over here fucking playing around with rappers and shit. But anyway... So, uh, last week's episode of the Glorious House of Gains podcast, I don't know if it had anything to do with Jimmy, or maybe the combination of the, well, not really the original crew, because the original crew had Vinny Bag of Chips in it, but um, Jimmy, myself, Ray, and Joey, and Pody steering the ship, that podcast broke records with numbers, right? I'm sorry, but you are on drugs if you think the reason that podcast broke records <laughs> is because Jimmy was on. As I mentioned... <laughs> hey, you never, you never know, man. Listen, you never know. Listen, the title is why people clicked. People had no idea he was even in the goddamn podcast until they were already listening and they heard him. And again... I respect Jimmy. I, I got, got no some. I got some mixed reviews about Mr. Triceps, and a lot of them were positive. They missed Jimmy. Welcome back. And then some other ones, not not so good. But you know, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just it's saying, you can't say that you you don't know if it was him or not. It had I, nothing to do I with him. It, I think a little bit may may have had something to do with Jimmy being back on the show. All right. Well. But anyway, keep so keep is this smoking. your way of confessing your love? No, this is, it's ridiculous to think that that's a fucking reason. <laughs> so SoundCloud numbers, uh, usually we, I mean, we have a, uh, we track the numbers all the time and we make sure that they're hitting certain numbers by certain days and certain hour marks and stuff like that. And we crushed it. iTunes, crushing it. Spotify, crushing it. Now, 
Here's what I need you guys to do, because there's a lot of new followers, a lot of new um, uh, listeners to the show. If you have an iPhone, and I ask you guys this all the time, and I know a lot of you just listen to me say it, and then just never do it, because you're lazy. Please do us a favor, because this helps us out a lot. Even if Spotify is your thing, SoundCloud your thing, wherever you listen to podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever. If you have an iPhone, please go to the podcast app and just subscribe to our show. You can still listen to it on Spotify. You can still listen on SoundCloud. Still watch on YouTube, but just hit the subscribe button. If you hit subscribe, that helps us out tremendously. See and it's free. And it's free. Yeah, it's definitely free. And if you're feeling good about it, even leave a comment. Yeah, leave a comment. Leave a comment. John Nelson with a uh, dono. He says, what's up, fellas? Hey, John, how are you, brother? I see you in a live stream. Good to see you, my man. So, yes. Yeah, last week's podcast was titled Joe Rogan, uh, Robert Frank on Joe Rogan, question mark, right? And the reason we titled it that, it wasn't clickbait. It's because he talked about me for three minutes and 38 seconds on episode 1321 of the Joe Rogan Experience. It's around the 56-minute mark. If you guys haven't heard it and you just want to skip forward and listen to it, a lot of you guys are listening to this podcast right now because... Joe brought my name up and played a video, and you were like, oh, let's see what this dude is about. So it, it, we're, we're, we're chipping away at it's, the, it's like you put it out to the universe, yeah. and it just it comes true. We're chipping away, and I know a lot of you guys have DM'd me. A lot of my friends have asked me, why don't you just hit Joe up and just say, hey, I'd love to be a guest. It's not the way it works. Why don't you ask God if you're going to get into heaven? Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you try okay. that while hey, you're at hey it? Hey, God, could I, could, I come into, could I come into heaven now? Um, or the devil. Hey, uh, Mr. Satan, can I come into hell? Whatever, whatever you prefer. That's what you're asking of Rob. Yeah. You don't, you never ask um, n- the, number one, the number one comedy podcast in the world that, you know, you could suggest. You could say, hey, I'd love to be on your show. But that's you know uh, I'd rather him ask me. So we got the nice. Show. Why don't you Why don't you go to one of his shows and like wave from the front row while you're at it? <sighs> Try to stick your beard out so you can be noticed. Oh God damn! Is that a low blow? Is that a fucking low blow, bro? <laughs> I just took an inch off of this shit, man. God damn it! So, anyways, yes, Joe Rogan was in Atlantic City a few uh, weeks ago, right? I think he was at the Borgata or Harris or something. He was yeah. doing a show, Atlantic City. Yeah, I wasn't able to attend that show, but um, anyway. So then, yesterday I make a video. Now, here's the thing: when you are a creator, and I'm going to try not to get too boring with this, when you are a creator. These are the days and these are the videos that you dream about. This particular video, which is called what? I don't even forget what Area I titled 51. it. Area 51 rating or, or storm Area 51. It's something, it's a topic that I've been monitoring since Friday or Saturday of this week. I think I got my first DM about it maybe Friday night or Saturday morning. And as I'm just monitoring this thing, just completely get out of control. I'm watching Google. CNN posted three hours ago. USA Today posted an hour ago. Forbes posted six minutes ago. Blah, 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 blah. That's how I knew I had to strike and I had to strike quick. So I posted the video and thank fucking God for you, Joe Rogan. 
Joe Rogan reposted the video on his page, and I believe he's taking credit for a little bit of this uh, Is storming he? area. Why do you say that? I think he might have planted the seed uh, for people to to go and check out what's over there. Or maybe he did the opposite, and he mentioned on his yeah, show, I, 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 please I, don't do it. But I know he posted something that it says... I feel like I'm a bit responsible for all of this. Well, it's on his show, obviously, he talks about a lot of interesting things. That's why people love listening to him. Right. And he has spoken about it, but I'm almost 100% positive he did not tell anyone to go there because they've been telling, like, the military is literally now putting out, like, warnings that if you go there and you actually try to trespass, they are going to kill you. Like, they're going to shoot you. So I don't know. If you go there, you're out of your goddamn mind. Because realistically, even if there is something there, at this point, knowing that a million people intend on bum-rushing the place, that shit will be gone by when everyone plans on doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, they're, they're going to take all the steps necessary. And again, I think this started out, if you read the actual uh, petition that they have on Facebook... There's there's like code words in there that's like anime or gamer like friendly terminology that they use about um, if we all do this, they won't be able to, you know, we'll be able to run faster than their bullets. I forget what the exact name is, but it's a certain way that you run with your arms. <laughs> okay, good back. luck it's with all, that. Yeah, it's all it's, it's little fucking gamer nerd shit. Could you imagine, like, that these people actually go, they get shot, and it was all for, like, there's just, it's a research center, it's, like, some kind of bullshit? Yeah. First of all, who cares what the fuck's back there? It's not, what does it ma- even matter? I don't understand why you'd even care to know. Right. So, I mean, he, Joe Rogan, reshared uh, the video on his uh, Instagram, which then reposted automatically to, I think, his Twitter and his uh, Facebook so it wasn't like a direct upload share to those two platforms, but still was getting the, the residual uh, uh, followers here and there. And then this morning, about six hours after he posted the video, World Star shared it. It's so been a minute for a World Star. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was happy. It broke a million on World Star. Yeah, two million on Joe Rogan, uh, a million on World Star, over one point two or one point three on my Facebook page alone. Um, so yeah, so what I'm getting back to is these are the days that you're always going to have your ups and downs when you are a content creator and some videos that you think are going to fucking crush it end up getting a hundred thousand views. And I know for a normal person who has 400 followers, that's a lot of views, but for someone who has over a million, you like to see more around that 50% engagement range or higher, right? That's how you know that you have a good video. You have to hit it at the right fucking time. And this video, just like Rompers for Men, just like Fidget Spinners, the Kiki Challenge, Tide Pod Challenge, it was hit at the right fucking time. It wasn't too late. It wasn't too early. I'll admit, when I did that bottle cap challenge video with the the little Max Holloway guy, the UFC fighter, um, I think I hit that too early. Because two weeks after I posted that video, your major celebrities were still fucking popping off their version of that video. So you have to hit it at the right time. And let me just say that because of that, and again, Joe Rogan, this is credit to you. So all the Joe Rogan fans out there who are here because of him, uh, give him a pat on the back as well. Over 70, actually over 80,000 new followers on Instagram in the last 24 hours. Over 10,000 new followers on Facebook. 10,000 new followers on Twitter. And 5,000, I'm sorry, 5,000 new followers on Twitter. Um... 
And YouTube has been blowing up like crazy, too, over the past week. So thank you, Joe Rogan. Welcome all the new bros and broettes. We hope to keep you entertained. We hope you stick around. And we're, we're looking forward to making, uh, making your day. Brendan, our man with a $10 dono. Thank you, Brendan. He says, Robin Crew, my weekly appreciation post. Love the energy. I look forward to your videos and the podcast, of course. Hoping to keep on the grind of work and gym. Keep it up. Oh, helping me to keep on the grind of work and gym. Yeah, man, that's what we're here for, Brendan. We appreciate the donation. And uh, keep crushing it, my man. I see you all the time posting on the Patreon. You are a true fucking bro, so we appreciate you, my man. And then we have one more dono to get to from Effing Osprey. Says, thumbs up uh, for Joe Rogan repost. Keep up the awesome content. Question for the bros. I just started working out. What's the best way to start with cardio and bicep, tricep, supersets? Hmm. I'll do cardio. You do the other one. Um, all right. Well, Effing Osprey, if you just started working out, Chest Monday through Thursday, arms Friday and Saturday night, and if you go out and if you are a partier like we are and you go out and you like to have some drinks, you like to do some stuff, Sunday if you're not too hungover or feel like you're about to die, hit some shoulders and back to get the hose in the sack. Joey, take the cardio. In terms of cardio, uh, if you haven't done cardio in a long-ass time and you're just getting back into it, I'd, I'd start every other day. Uh, I'd monitor my fucking heart rate. Uh, because you might fucking, I don't know, I don't know your weight and your measurements and everything. So it's kind of hard to tell you, but you do it until you feel uncomfortable. And at that point, again, you might feel comfortable running for 10 minutes straight, but your heart rate's at like 190 and you're going to fucking drop dead. So monitor your heart and go every other day for the first couple weeks and then try to turn it into, you know, your five days a week and then your six days a week. And then ultimately where Rob goes fucking every single day, twice a day, he does faster cardio in the morning and then he does again at night. I'm trying to get lean to get up in that vagine. That's right. So, you know, try that, see how it works. But don't, don't do not right off the bat. My wife did this shit. The first day she goes to the gym, she wants to try to keep up with me. She fucking ran for like 15 minutes straight for day one. And guess what? Never went to the gym again. Why? Because she was fucking sore for like two weeks. And then she just didn't get into the habit of it. So take it easy in the beginning. Get your muscles. Stretch. All that good shit. Yeah. Get, get your pacing down. And again, chest Monday through Thursday. Arms Friday and Saturday. And if you are not too hungover, shoulders and back on Sunday. One other thing that I'm just catching in the live stream here. People talking about Joe Rogan. A lot of people that are in the live stream are here because of Joe Rogan. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped about that. Welcome aboard, guys. Um, someone said that Joe Rogan likes to, he, he does it often where he helps like other people. He's like very generous in terms of like helping people. I saw on his page that some dude, I guess he's an announcer for the MMA or maybe it's boxing that got his page taken down by Instagram. The guy had a couple hundred thousand followers, got his page removed from Instagram because he uploaded a fan video of uh, maybe it was a boxing or an MMA fight, and the UFC, I guess, contacted Instagram. Instagram fucking pulled his page, like, down. Like, because not deleted the video, removed his fucking page. Yeah, but is it because he was basically posting copyrighted stuff you're talking? Maybe, could be. Could be. Like footage that was owned by the UFC could or be. boxing? Could be. Could be. So, but Joe Rogan, who I guess is a friend of this guy, said... Posted something on his page. He said, hey, this is, this is a good friend of mine. This guy means well. He d- has awesome content. Instagram removed his fucking shit. Here's his new page that he started. If you guys do me a favor, fucking 
go follow this page. And I think the guy's up over 100,000 followers already. God so, damn. yeah, so it's nice. And, and that's the kind of dude that I would love to be sitting across the table from and uh, talking shit. Do we know where Joe Rogan is from? Like where he was born and raised? Uh, is, is it this you area? sure? You yeah. need to look that shit up, Pody. Yeah. Pody will get on Is he an East Coast guy? He looks like an East Coast guy. Well, fucking look it up. Stop shaking your head. Oh, you know? Then give me the exact fucking city, dude. He grew up in New Jersey. He grew up in New Jersey. Okay. Speaking of East Coast guy, this weekend I was hanging out with Roger Matthews from the Jersey Shore. Uh, Well, I mean, he was seen on the Jersey Shore, but the ex-husband... Of uh, JWoww, Jenny. Well, when you say ex-husband, are they actually divorced already? Uh, I I don't or know. Or separated? Actually, yeah, maybe separated. But I mean, dude, he is. I if I can steal a line from our man Beard so strong. Big FYI, Roger, Joe Rogan, born funny. Newark, New Jersey, about twenty-five minutes away from where we're sitting right now. Good for him. Okay, there's oh, something you guys could talk about. Big Joe Rowe, Jersey guy. Love it. I wonder when he moved away and, you know, started doing his thing out in California. We'll have to look that up. But, um, Roger, I know you listen to this show. Roger, I think, has his own podcast that he hosts with uh, Frankie Edgar of oh, really? the USC, uh, UFC fame. Yeah, Another Jersey guy, Frankie yeah, Edgar. Dude, there's a lot of people from New Jersey, New York. Um, Roger... Your new girl is bad AF. How old is she? Do we know? No idea. But she is super fucking hot. Really? <laughs> like, blows Wow out of the water. And no disrespect. No disrespect. Either way, he's two for two, because yeah. pretty much anybody would ta- would have taken Wow, right? So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But I think if you put Wow up on one side of the room and you put this other chick on the other side of the room, I forget her name, but... I'd say nine out of ten dudes are going that way. Hmm. So, yeah. So, shout out to Roger. We had some drinks out on the Jersey Shore. And it's so funny, right? Every single person. I don't. Our, our bar positioning was a little bit weird to me because usually I like to be inside. Like, the, where we were on the bar, Ra, I know you remember, like, Spicy's, all those beach bars. Our positioning was our backs were to the boardwalk. And then it, when you're talking, you know, you're, you're facing sideways and people that are walking past the boardwalk recognize you. Oh, shit, there's Robert Frank. And then all the girls, every single fucking chick that walked by. Oh, my God, that's Roger. That's Roger. So they have their phones out. They're videoing. They're recording. They're taking pictures. They're this. Every single person that came up to Roger to ask for a picture were groups of chicks. Most of them really hot. Some of them not. Some of them kind of heavy set, but most of them were like dime pieces where if his girl wasn't there and if he wanted to, he could have fucking started smooth talking to any one of them, bang any one of them you wanted, right? Because he's fucking Roger. And he's getting back in the gym, by the way, too. He's looking pretty fucking juicy. Every single person that came up to me to ask for a picture was a That's fucking a dude. dude. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, we're bullshit. And I'm like, bro, give me some of your demographic, man. I love the dudes. I love fucking guys. You know, like, they're my bros. But goddamn, can I get some of these big booty cuties to fucking take a picture with me? Not one female came up to me. And not one male came up to him. So. There, was, there was a funny post maybe like a month ago. Bradley Martin posted something. He said, like reality versus like fantasy whatever you want to call it yeah, 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 yeah and the fantasy was like him outside of a gym with like four girls talking to him and then he had a reality and it was like four guys yeah talking to muscle him. guys yeah because yeah. every dude in fitness it's all guys that come up to you 
And that's yeah, and that's exactly what happens. And again, I don't mind it. It's it's all good to me because girls just want to take your picture and then they want to keep it moving. If they're ready to bang you, they bang you, whatever. But they're going to keep it moving. They're really not going to stick around and support. You know what I mean? The bros listen to the podcast. They'll pick up a shirt here and there. They'll fucking buy some steel. They'll want to talk gym shit. They'll want to talk bro shit. They'll ask you for advice. Girls just want to fuck you. So I don't know in the long run if I really need that female demographic. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm already fucking something. Well, I some, don't know. Either, either sounds pretty decent to me. True. Ray, what would you do this weekend? What are you, Jimmy Triceps in us right now? <laughs> the fuck did you do? God, damn. <laughs> I had car issues. Oh, shit. Well, I don't want to go ahead and say it. I know what you're going to. I don't want to bore mm. people. I had car issues this weekend, so I was um. I was you don't Fritz. you don't use Uber or anything to get to anywhere. No, not really. Right, well, <laughs> so no, my car was on a Fritz. Um, got the situation taken care of, and now uh, we're good to go. All right, but it put the it put the weekend on on standby. Well, I'll tell you what, your weekend was nothing compared to my fucking weekend. Oh, I went yeah. out with beer so strong the one night. Okay. And then the next night, uh, Rob wanted us to come down to the shore, but I was waiting for my car, so. Oh, that's when you had the car trouble, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, anyway, Ray did absolutely jack shit this weekend. And like I said, I was down the shore. I saw Joey. And we're going re- to rewind to Friday because I know Friday was a huge day for you, Joey. And podcast fans want to know how this, what, what was the name of the procedure? Fuck. Well, first of all, it started off last podcast. And a matter of fact, Laureen, who we all know, uh, Laureen's in the bodybuilding, she actually DM'd me and said, I listened, just listened to last week's podcast and when you ran off. So that's the last that was heard of me, <laughs> which was, so I, I had to get a colonoscopy and an endoscopy this past Friday. And oh my God. It depends on how old these uh, listeners are, but would you like me to get into this now? Uh, yeah, let's get into this. So, uh, yeah, Joey had to bounce really quickly last week. He was supposed to be on for the whole show. About the 55-minute uh, mark, I think, is when you had to jet because your stomach was giving you problems. Everybody knows, I think, leading up on the podcast, that you had a procedure coming up, and that was the one that you just mentioned. Walk us through what happened. So, well, when I left the podcast, I had had a Starbucks drink, uh, I don't know, four hours before I came on the podcast. And if any of you out there have, like, stomach problems, which is why I had to go get a colonoscopy, because I was concerned what the fuck is wrong with me, I can eat certain foods, and I don't know what it is because I've never really narrowed it down, but a fucking Starbucks drink literally will feel like there is someone inside of me with a knife stabbing me trying to get out. And I literally have to find a bathroom, like, immediately. And it is painful. And I don't want to use someone else's bathroom, like Rob's, for example, because I will destroy his bathroom and I have to clean his own bathroom. Anyway, it's disgusting. Yeah, but wait, when you say destroy... You shit in the water, right? You don't spray it all over the place. Do you? Uh, Does it go on the wall? Is it like no. explosive <laughs> diarrhea? No, no. It, oh no, it it's definitely explosive, um, but it is not like 
No, dude, it's 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 terrible. Right. So anyway, this is a shitty conversation. It's, but it's it's messed up. So I had to go get a colonoscopy and uh, endoscopy. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it is a tube. And I've I've heard at this point I've heard every fucking joke there is. It was a tube that went down my throat into my stomach, and another tube that went up my ass into my <laughs> stomach. I was basically a rotisserie chicken like that you see spinning on the wheel at this fucking Costco or Sam's Club. Yeah. Or a grocery store, whatever. Um, it was, I was so scared, I cannot even explain to you. Days leading up to this, five days before you have to go on a special diet, which is why I didn't lose as much weight as I hoped. I only lost two pounds this last week. And it's because I'd eat a special fucking diet leading up to this. We were predicting like 15 to 20 We pounds. were. And I just, I didn't lose as much as I would have hoped, but it is what it is. So either way, I'm still losing weight. So I'm happy. But... Dude, let me tell you something. You're not supposed to get a colonoscopy until you're 50 years old. But for those of you who don't know, my dad had colon cancer, stage 3 colon cancer. So because of it's in my family, and obviously immediate family, I have to get a colonoscopy at age 40. I am 35, and because I have stomach problems, I needed to go even earlier. So I scheduled this colonoscopy and the endoscopy. And five days out, you start a special diet. And then the day before the procedure, you go to the hospital and you get this procedure done. You have to basically drink fucking poison. It's 48 ounces. Now, again, we talk diet and fitness on this show all the time. You, you know, a lot of people do not drink the amount of water you're supposed to drink in a day. So to sit there and chug 48 ounces followed by another 48 ounces, 100 ounces of water is fucking hard. You get bloating. Now, fortunately, because I've been dieting these last couple months, I'm used to consuming that amount of water. So I didn't have a lot of the side effects people do. But you sit there at 5 p.m., the night before the procedure, you chug 48 ounces of water. Keep in mind, I prepped myself before this. And by prep, I mean I, like, shaved my fucking ass because I didn't want to go under the knife or whatever you want to call it. And then the doctor's like, Jesus Christ, like, we can't even find his butthole under here. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I'm like, I'm like, I'm shaving my whole goddamn body. So one, I, of the, one of the bros says that they were listening to the podcast and had the window rolled down, like, in a, uh, a parking lot or, or a grocery store, like, uh, you know, parking lot. And... Your part where you were like, I shaved my asshole, but we'll get into that later, was playing out the window, and he got all these dirty looks, and he goes, what a shitty time for that fucking part to play. But yes, okay, so you shaved your butthole. Oh, dude, I shaved I shaved my whole lower body. I shaved my back, balls, you name it. I shaved it all. I wanted to look halfway decent when I'm on the table. So do all the prep work. You drink this shit, and when I tell you... I knew what was going to happen because they tell you. This shit will get gum you chewed chewed when you were like 10 years old. It'll come out of your body. You drink it, and within minutes, you just feel like a rush. It's basically a bunch of chemicals that get put into your body, and it just storms your a-hole. Like, it is... (laughs) Like, there's no way to describe. There is no food on earth that you could eat. There is no, oh, yeah, I had Taco Bell. This is Taco Bell on steroids, (laughs) on clem, (laughs) on everything. You drink it, and you go to the bathroom. And it's not like a bathroom where you have, like, 10 minutes to get to the bathroom. I literally closed all my blinds, okay, before I drank this shit, I got butt-ass naked, and I drank it from the toilet bowl. Like, oh sat God. down and drank it, because I didn't know what was going to happen. 
I was so scared. You drink it, and then it just starts. And here I am texting the Pody because my little brother, Anthony Pody, has gotten two, um, two of these uh, colonoscopies because he has Crohn's disease. If you don't know what it is, look it up. I don't want to get into it, but it's a stomach problem. Anyway, so he had prepped me for what the fuck was going to happen. So here I am texting him. Okay, I just went once. Two times. Oh, I was getting the same text. I was texting like Ricchetti. Eight times, yeah. 10 so, times, 15 times. So I'm texting, I'm texting everybody. 10 times, 15 times, 25 times in 12 hours. I was bleeding. It was, I was literally screaming at the end because it was so painful going to the bathroom. And you're just going to the bathroom like water, like hot water. It's not even anything because it's cleaning you out. Like, you would think, like, you're actually, like, it's brown or whatever. It's not. It's just clear yellow water. It cleans you out. And, oh, God, it's horrible. So then you fucking, you don't, you never sleep because it happens all throughout the night. And now you're up. You slept maybe an hour, and you go to a hospital. They stab me with the IV, and they're like, all right, you're going to go on for the procedure. Of course, it's two hot nurses who are like get completely naked and get under this wait the nurses get completely naked no I wish is this a fucking brothers fucking episode or what (laughs) (laughs) he just cleaned out he shaved his asshole and now he's got two hot naked nurses so the nurses are like get under the robe get naked And, and like I said they're good looking so now I'm telling these girls I'm like listen I am so nervous right now about what's about to happen to me. Please, like, coach me and tell me it's going to be okay. Something. So they calm me down. They bring you they, into the fucking... They, how, how do they calm you down? <laughs> it's not a Brazzers <laughs> video. Do they start going down on the old Brazzers? <laughs> No, they just they just talk you through it. And they're like, look, it's going to be fine. A lot of people do it, blah, blah, blah. So you go in there and now you're on the table and they tell you lay on your side. And now you lay on your side and they have you sign some documents. The anesthesiologist fucking is like, all right, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to turn up the fucking juice. It's going to go into your veins and whatnot through the IV. And you're going to be lights out. I said, listen. If I bat my eyes at any point fucking during this fucking procedure, you jack that shit up as high as you can because I do not want to be awake when there is a tube up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, don't worry about it. He's like, that's my job. Like, I, I keep an eye on all of your, like, vitals and everything. I'm like, good. Because like I said, the signal is like, I'm going to bat my eyes. Like, bat, 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 bat. <laughs> Turn it up. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we just lost about 500 fucking subscribers. So, th- oh, go ahead. Keep going. So the doctor's like, I know you're scared. She fucking kissed me on the forehead, which actually comforted me because I was fucking shaking at that point. Wait, the doctor kissed you? The doctor kissed me on on my forehead. forehead. Yeah. And this ain't no problems episode. (laughs) (laughs) Did the doctor have clothes on? (laughs) Yeah, she did. She did. So then you put a mouth guard in your mouth. And it's got a hole in the center because that's where the tube goes down your fucking throat. <laughs> Rob's like, are you sure this wasn't a Brazzers? They made you wear a dental dam. is fucking porn. Go ahead. So as I'm about to bite down on this thing and, and you know, they're able to put the tube down my mouth, I told them one last thing. I was like, and one last thing. I was like. My wife and I shaved my entire fucking body. <laughs> I was like, so when you guys go down there and you see my ass is shaved, yeah, that was me doing that. I needed her help because, dude, I, like I can't. How, like, you have to announce this to the doctors and the nurses. Like, I you're did so it. You're so proud. Here's like, why I did you it. You just got an A in algebra. I shaved my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I did it was because I had all these nightmares leading up to this that, like, I'd wake up mid-surgery and they would be like, 
damn, this guy's got a hairy butt. Some kind of shit. I kept having, so I wanted to put it all out there in case I fucking died on this table. And they're like, damn, this guy shaved his ass for us and everything. So I let them know that. And they're like, okay, thanks for that useless fucking information. When I tell you I blacked out so fucking quick, I don't even remember how it even happened. I remember biting on the mouth guard and I was fucking lights out. Next thing I know, I'm waking up in a fucking, in the, like, recovery room. And this is not a joke. Your rear end is, like, open still. Like, not like, like, it would be like, as we've mentioned on other shows, for those of you who don't know, J-Lo. Rob, do you want to get into this? J-Lo has been known to uh, be with women and it's like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. That is like the equivalent oh, yeah. of what it was like. I'm sitting, and like a fart was like echoing, like like <laughs> going through a tunnel. And I'm like, listen, I got to go to the bathroom immediately because like I just wanted to make sure my butthole was still there. Like it was just, it felt uncomfortable. Everything was good. Doctor comes in after I get out of the bathroom, whatever. And she's like, your shit, you know, everything was fine. She's like, you're perfect. Come see me in a month. So I'm happy because my main concern was... Are they going to find something? Because my dad had cancer. That was my main concern. So I am good. I am healthy. And now I will begin back on the fitness shit. I took a few days off, obviously, from the diet. I did go to the gym leading right up to me taking that medicine. But the diet was off. And everyone knows if you're doing fitness, if the diet isn't on point, you're not going to get what you want, the results. So starting Thursday, I'm taking shredded as fuck now that this colonoscopy shit's Shredded out of the as way. fuck, by the way, you can get at steelsup615.com. That old promo code right now is RF10. And if you want to keep on pace with Joey Bag of Donuts and be shredded AF, go get some shredded AF. Go ahead, Joe. Shredded as fuck is like a diet pill, basically. So I'm starting that on Thursday. I'm excited because I've never taken a diet pill in my life. So I have shredded as fuck. I have the BCAAs from Steel also. I have, dude, I have, I mean, they sent me ADA-bolic. Uh, I always take the pre-workout protein. I got everything. So on Thursday, I start all these supplements now in addition to the diet I've been doing for a couple months now. And as I mentioned, I'm down 25 pounds already in about like 40, 45 days. So I started at 250, and I'm now in the 220s. I am so happy. I'm noticing my fitness is changing. I ran yesterday, and my heart rate never exceeded 175. When I've been struggling to get to run a mile without getting to like over 185, which is 100% max heart rate for me, um, I was getting to that at like a quarter mile and a half mile, and I've been slowly building up. Finally yesterday, I finished a whole mile without stopping and without my heart going over 175. So I'm noticing changes. Weight's coming off. I have, and I mentioned earlier, um, can I real quickly just get into the looks, Rob, that I was mentioning? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those of you who are trying to lose weight and whatnot, I started doing this because I was working my ass off for a couple years, and my health just, just was shot. Every time I was like feeling like shit, a long day at work or whatever, I would just eat Wendy's. And I always ate Wendy's. It was my go-to. Twice a day, three times a day, whatever, for years. And I got up to 250 pounds. Keep in mind, my normal body weight is somewhere around like 185, 190. So to have all that extra fat on you, I literally got stretch marks on my fucking bottom of my stomach that I'm hoping to God goes away. They're not too bad, but they're, they're noticeable. I mean, I'm just, I'm upset about it. And that's how I knew I was like really fucking losing it. Because you don't notice that you're that heavy looking in the mirror every day. So 250 pounds. And I was going out with Rob this winter, 
And I was going out with the crew, Ray, everybody. And I went to the bar, and people would be like, DJ Khaled, this and that. And nobody would look at me. And again, I'm married, but to not even have a single girl smile or, or fucking anything, it's fucking depressing. He, he wasn't even getting the fat chicks. Yeah, that. I wasn't like, getting. that's how you know. <laughs> I got fat chicks calling me DJ Khaled, so fuck them. <laughs> so I was just fucking out of it, and it's depressing when you basically aren't even noticed. I'd hold the door for fucking people, and no one would say thank you. It's like I was just a fucking loser. So I started losing weight, and again, now I'm in the 220s, and I'm not happy with this current weight. I need to get under 200 pounds for me to feel like, you know, for me to get to under 10% body fat, I just think my body shape, I'd have to be in like that 190. We'll see what happens, but I know that I got at least another 25 pounds that needs to come off my body. I, I just know. Um, and I'm finally getting like the looks again, and I was at my gym recently a couple days ago, and one of the hottest chicks ever was fucking talking to me and acknowledging me and whatnot. And again, I'm married, but as I've said in the past, like you could look at the menu as long as you eat at home is my saying. So like for, to get someone to talk to you and shit, it gives you confidence. Like, and I'm just so fucking happy that that's finally happening again. And I now can't wait. I was waiting to go 250s to 240s to 230s. Now I'm in the 220s. Can't wait to see the two teens and then the 2-0 whatever. And then uh, I'm just so fucking happy. And a lot of people thought I'd never do it. So fuck you. But uh, yeah. I'm, Ray has been a big supporter uh, since the beginning saying, you know, I tried this 30,000 times and I failed. And now finally it looks like it's. You know, I've been doing good. I'm down a lot of weight, so. Yo, man, 220s is a big accomplishment, man. Yeah, dude, that's, a, that's a long way. I'm so fucking happy. And for any of you out there, even if you failed like 30 times in a row already, dude, just keep going. Eventually, it'll stick. Just don't give up. If you fuck up, you know, get back on track. But when you do stick it out, you have to go with the plan like I was doing. I started with just diet. Then I started adding in gym slowly. Then you increase all that. Then you can add in the supplements and eventually. But if you just try that shit straight out the gate and you look in the mirror and pull your shirt up after day one and think you're going to see results, it ain't going to fucking happen. So you got to put in a lot of time. But I am nowhere near where I want to get, but I am so fucking happy. Uh, yeah, and hey, you're starting to look better, you're starting to feel better, and now that the procedure is behind you, you could really focus on the gym, you could focus on your cardio, you've had the diet down for the most part, but now you can start taking the supplements, if you need me to get you clean or try or anything <laughs> like that, just let me know. Listen, I we're not you. on super supplements yet, we're doing this in stages, I don't know if it's ever going to come to that, I want to see how I can do all natty chicken patty, but uh, you're only going to get so far. <laughs> and, if you're, and if you're competing, if you're doing a show, I don't care if it's natural or not. Um, yeah, people are doing drugs. All right, so well we'll see. You're well, gonna let's have take to it one day at a time. Uh, no, no, nobody should be doing fucking super subs when you're fucking two hundred something pounds. With I probably am still right now in the high twenty percent body fat where I was thirty four percent. So there's no need to do that. That I would look like an asshole taking that. I just look like a big fat dude. Speaking of... I look like a power lifter, actually, if I did super subs at this weight right now. Damn. That's, that's, a, that's a low that's blow a, to this. That's an ugly, <laughs> ugly look right there. God damn. Shout out to all the power lifters out there. Um, speaking of uh, power lifters, I don't know how this crossed my brain, but I got a lot of heat. Um, usually it's because anytime that I post like a little podcast snippet, I always get heat because it's always something to do with us trolling power lifters. But I got a lot of heat from the, uh, I got a lot of laughs too, from the story I told last week with the, uh, 
the handicapped kid and uh, calling his dad out and telling him to fuck his son and everything. Did you really? Oh, I got a lot of heat on Facebook. This one guy is like, I lost all respect for you. You know what? Unfollow me then, you fucking douchebag. I don't give a fuck what you lost. Because I said that I was wrong. The reason I didn't go back into the store and apologize is because the guy called me a fucking asshole. But I made a promise, and you guys heard this here first. If I ever, and I pass this place every single week, I know what this truck slash van looked like. If I ever drive by, and I go at the same time every week, if I drive by and if I see that truck or van parked in that handicap spot, it's a very, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's not like a fucking, uh, you know, uh, BMW or something. It's something that sticks out. I will stop, pull in the parking lot, and I will go in and I will shake that kid's hand. And I'm really not sure if he was, like, coherent or not. Like, if he knew what was going, like, aware of his surroundings. But I'll go up. I'll give him a pound. I'll do whatever the fuck. But fuck his dad. Because I do feel bad. And uh, people are like, oh, you're such an asshole. Why are you going to do that, handicapped kid? First of all, I didn't know that his son was fucking handicapped, first of all. And I didn't know the condition, like, the severity of it. Like, this kid was in a wheelchair, like, with... Real problems. So. I would say here's how it, here's how I would put that, and I I was I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen because we thought it was amusing. We thought it was, the, the story was amusing because not because it was ironic, not because we are terrible people. And because, we all know how I get when I snap. Yeah. So like all my friends can visualize me. Yes. Snapping. So we thought it was ironic. We would never, and we mentioned it last show how. You know, you felt sick that you, you said that to a guy whose child was handicapped. And you used the R word, which I don't even want to use because, you know, it's not even... I'll, you know, no, I'll fuck I, it. Listen, I really stray from using that word, too, when Ray says a stupid joke and I'm like, oh, bro, that's, you're retarded. Yeah. Like, we, I don't use it like that anymore. Just like we don't use the F word anymore, even though we didn't mean it in, like, a gay way. Like... Um, you know, oh, you coming out tonight? No, man, I'm really tired. Come on, stop being a faggot. Like, that's, we don't say that we're just anymore. from a just different, it's like yeah, being from a different era that where anymore. that's what we I used was, to say. That's I was, just, wa- yeah, and, and we don't anymore because you can't, because that's just today's society. I was actually watching, Aziz Ansari just had a Netflix, um, Az- uh, he's actually a super popular comedian, if you don't know who he is. He's on Parks and Recreation. Anyway. He did a show, and he said, think about how much the world has changed in the last 10 years. He said, there is a movie, which was a blockbuster, The Hangover, okay? The Hangover, in the trailer of The Hangover, because it did so well on a test audience, it was the trailer. For those of you who remember the scene, uh, a super popular A-list celebrity, what's his fucking name, uh, in The Hangover, Nope, not Zach Galifianakis. The guy that Bradley Cooper, Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper said paging Dr. F, you know, the, the word. And again, I don't want to use it because no one says it anymore. That was in the trailer, okay? That's how commonly used that word was 10 years ago. And it was on every commercial. You don't, you don't even say the word anymore. That's how much times have changed. So, Rob, you slipped last week and you said, you know, re-whatever, the word. So... Things have just different, and we're still adjusting, especially those of us who are in our 30s and our 40s and shit, are adjusting to how the world has changed. But we don't mean it in a, in a 
terrible, you know, demeaning way. And I know it's hard to even say that because people who get offended by it are like, yeah, well, fuck you. You shouldn't be saying it anyway. So it's hard to justify. But the moral of that story was it was ironic. That's why it was funny. But Rob said he felt bad and would apologize and blah, blah, blah. So I don't think people should have taken that out of context and said that they, you know, lost respect for you because at the end of the day, we were just trying to share a story that was funny initially. But again, like that guy has to every single day take care of a child who's handicapped. And that's a terrible thing to have to deal with, you know, because a lot of people have to do that. And that's probably why he, he was so furious when Rob parked on the fucking line. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, it's a story on last week's podcast that Rob was telling. But End of the day. I did a really bad parking job, and at the end of the day, a guy left a note on my windshield saying, learn how to park, asshole. I chased the guy into the store, a pizzeria, scared the shit out of him. He told me the reason he left the note is because his handicapped son, he didn't say handicapped son, but his son was had trouble getting out of the car. He had trouble getting his son out of the car, and I said, fuck you and fuck your son. And then as I was leaving, I see this little handicapped kid sitting there. Fucking uh, in in a chair next to a fucking wheelchair. So anyway, um, yeah, that's that, that's enough of that. Well, listen, you know, it's it is what it is. And again, if I see that white truck or van, whatever, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna give that kid a pound. You know what? I think he's a size medium. I think I'm gonna just gonna drive around with a medium emoji tee. You should and, uh, honestly, you know, if I'm you do see the guy do a good thing, his dad will probably fucking burn it right in front of me. Uh, you know what? Uh, you might change a guy's day. Honestly, you might change his life. You don't know. So while I queue up the Ask the Bros segment, which is uh, available on patreon.com forward slash Robert Frank 615, the Juicy AF and God Amongst Men tier members are able to ask us questions that we will address on the podcast. While I queue that up, I'm going to let everybody know that our main man, Beard So Strong, J to the fucking low, who is getting a tattoo tomorrow of his brother who passed away, God, how many years ago was that, Ray? That was many, many years ago. Uh, He's getting a a memorial piece of his brother on the inside of his forearm at uh, going to the same tattoo artist that I went to to get this female vampire, so I know it's going to be kick-ass. And uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm sad that I'm not able to be there to fucking hang out with him for a few hours because I know that was our original plan, but I will be in Sarasota tomorrow. Already got the hall pass from MBJ. That I am allowed to bang one chick while I'm in Sarasota. Okay. Do you have any chicks in mind? <sighs> Jamie Flowers? Uh, no. Okay. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. I Jamie Flowers, if you're yeah. listening to the podcast. Stop it. No. Um, I will be in Sarasota filming, and I'm going to give the bros and broettes out there a little bit of a heads up. I can't reveal too much, but... When you when you work like I, you know I'm Robert Frank six one five we have our own shit going on but I do work with and for Steel Supplements so I always say that I don't really have a boss because I'm my own boss but Jason Huge Huh is technically my boss right because of one aspect of my what do you what do you call it Joe help me clean this up one Jason, of your revenue streams one of my revenue streams I do have a boss the only revenue stream that I have a boss is with Steel Subs. And he wants me to do a uh, participate in a video this week, uh, tomorrow and Thursday that we'll be filming. That I'm not. I'm going to let you guys know. I'm not particularly fond of the idea. 
I'm going to do it because I have to do it, and I'm going to put my best foot forward, and we're going to make some magic happen, and I know the video is going to be shot really well, and it's going to be good. Hopefully, it's funny, and it comes off in a good way. This fucking guy's eating Laffy Taffy and fucking making all kind of noise, but... The video is going to involve uh, someone who had some controversy surrounding them a couple years ago and not sure if all is forgiven in fitness world, but, you know, I really don't give a fuck. Apparently, Steel doesn't give a fuck, and we're just going to make the best of it, and we're going to film this video, and it's going to be all gravy, baby. And I'm actually, I'm looking forward to doing it because I love perform like, performing. What am I, a fucking <laughs> actor? I love, um... Getting into character and being like Robert Frank and the bandana and shit like that, which I will be in this video. But I do know, I'm expecting it already, there's going to be a little backlash. Oh, why are you doing a video with him? You're a fucking sellout. You're, uh, I lost all, this is the best one. I lost all respect for you because you did a video with this guy that can fucked I, up five years ago. Can I talk a little bit about go this? Go ahead, go ahead. Two things. Number one, it... There's not a huge following that's even familiar with what you're talking about. I do know that. So really, it's a small little audience that may get pissed off about this that we don't care about. So not concerned about that. And the second thing is, the last time you were concerned about filming a video with Steel, I would say it was probably the Dildo Airport video. Yeah. And look how well that turned out. We that, already That one did well, yeah. We already know... They're, they have a great film crew that does shit. And they're always open to, like, suggestions while filming. So I honestly think it's going to come out great. I always love how they're able to edit these videos and make it look so, like, beautiful, where we can't do that shit because we're doing things with an iPhone. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. I think you're going to have a good time. And I think similar to the U.K., you're going to come back with a little bit of more confidence, and you could not be going there at a better time. Yeah. You're going there running off a high. Joe Rogan, 80,000 new followers. World star. World yeah. star. Yeah. You're going in there with a hard eye. And, and this, is, this is the stat that blew me away. That video, the, uh, the Area 51 video, on Instagram alone, 130 shares. You know how you could see like Why don't how you many people finish that. that. Video? It's not 130. 130,000, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank 130, you. 130,000 shares. 130,000 people shared that video to their story. Two so, and a half yeah, Yankee I, stadiums. I appreciate that. So thank you guys so much. So listen, uh, Beard So Strong, to finish out my thought, yes, I will be in Sarasota. We'll be fucking some shit up. And I do have a hall pass. I'm allowed to bang one chick. Um, but I'm not allowed to kiss her. That's that's the rule. No kissing. Because kissing is intimate, but I can stick the dick in her. and um, That sounds and, good. And I'm allowed to ejaculate. So... <laughs> Sounds good, like a pretty good deal. Good as long as I don't do it, and even if I did it, in or I'm shooting blanks anyway, my fucking <laughs> sperm count is like negative zero with all the fucking drugs I take. Um, but anyway, so Beard So Strong was a guest on the 10K Rum podcast. He was here on Thursday morning last week. They wanted him on specifically because Beard So Strong, um, out of the crew, he's known as the uh, the unicorn slayer, the lady killer. The, uh, what other nicknames do we have for him? But anyway, he, he is on a really good roll right now. Like, I'm on a really good roll with the videos and content and views. He's on a really good roll with getting uh, the old sausage wet. So, 
they wanted him on. It was an episode all about, you know, how to get chicks, confidence, toxic masculinity, all this and that. So Brooke Potter and Amos Joseph are the hosts of the 10K Rum podcast. I just checked the stats yesterday. Beard So Strong's episode is doing better than some of their more recent ones in terms oh, of wow. views. So maybe people are checking them out. And, uh, you know, he, he was down here for a good hour and a half, two hours on their show. I stayed upstairs and I watched the live stream on YouTube because I didn't want to be down here because I knew I would be chiming in. So I let him do his thing. So Jay was down here doing his uh, doing the show and it was a really, really good episode and I'm proud of him that he did so well. And I think maybe one or two, three episodes that he's been a co-host on our show kind of prepped him for being uh, on that show. So that is Beard So Strong. Now I'm going to get to the Ask the Bros, but before I do... I want to get to our sports minute and then our baddie with the fatty, and then we'll ask all the, we'll answer all the bros' questions, and then we'll wrap up. So, Pody, do we have a sports minute this week? Uh, yeah, I'll make it quick. There's really not much going on. So, over the weekend, uh, we had Novak Djokovic. He beat Roger Federer to win Wimbledon. It was the longest ever Wimbledon uh, final, actually. I think clocked in at like four hours, 55 minutes. On the women's side, we had Simona Halep. She beat uh, Serena Williams in straight sets. We did have the crazy uh, end to NBA free agency there where Russell Westbrook was traded from OKC to the Houston Rockets for a package that included Chris Paul and a bunch of first-round picks, etc., pick swaps in, in future years. Uh, Madden 20 ratings just came out. We all know that game drops August 2nd. Some of those ratings were wild. I don't know who's coming up with those things, but players took to IG, Twitter, uh, Facebook to voice their displeasure. Um, Yeah, that's really uh, pretty much all I've got. There's not too much going on. Uh, Baseball, as usual, uh, the Red Sox picked up Andrew Kashner from the Orioles. There was another trade. The Cubs made a trade for Maldonado from uh, from the – God, I don't even know what team he was on, the, the Royals maybe. But, yeah, light week in sports. We had the Memphis Grizzlies. They actually beat the Timberwolves yesterday in the NBA Summer League. So they won the Summer League. Uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, short short week, not much going on in sports really. Well, thank you, Pody. We appreciate that. And you can check him out every week on This Week in Sports. That's on Fridays. Catch him over there on your old iTunes and wherever you listen to podcasts, Pody will be there. Um, so before we do our Ask the Bros, Ray, I know you have a baddie. Well, of course. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the moment you've all been waiting for. Ray Worldwide's Batty with a Fatty of the Week. Take that, take that. Yeah. Ray, actually, we have a super chat that asks from Zia, says, will you be bringing a porn star or, or Ray's sister on for episode 69? So I figure maybe... My sister? <laughs> he said he said a porn star or because you have teased in the past that you will be able to get a porn star in studio. Listen, which, the porn star, we can get it, we can get it going, but you gotta check with the lady upstairs. I'm not trying to get shot out here. We don't give be, a shit. I'll what be she Ray, says. yeah, but I'll be Ray one nut if she you know. Oh. 
Um, Jesus. Listen, she he's over here try trying to, to get his seventh nut. She time. might try to chop him off, but no, you got to clear that with the missus because she already said if we had a porn star out here, she. She'd black out. Dude, she's not even gonna fucking know. We we ask Just her. Just tell her it's an actress or yeah. something. She's so dumb she'll, she'll buy it. <laughs> uh, Ray Worldwide, uh, two more super chats to get to, and then we will introduce this baddie with a fatty. But yes, by the way, we would love to get a porn star down here. And well, if it's, get if, on it. If you're you're giving me the go ahead. Yes, I gave Done. you the go ahead a fucking right. month ago. Right. And Ray, stop holding the tripod in the air. It looks like a dildo. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Wade James says two dollar dono for Clown College, so you could get more PC. <laughs> Damn, that uh, we appreciate that, Wade. That's uh, very kind of you. And Brendan says, Ray, give us a Goldfang update. So give us a quick update on Goldfang, and then introduce the baddie with a fatty. It takes a lot of capital to actually run and manage a clothing line. So um, I got some some more things in the works. I'm going to do another pre-sale. The first one was eh, it was okay, not the worst, not the greatest. Um, but yeah, once we relaunch the brand and put the pre-sale up, yeah, but you'll be able to get the merch. I remember like it was yesterday when Rob had to get his first order. Oh, had that God. phone call, and then where's the money coming from, and all sorts of shit. It is. It it's is a lot. It's, it's hard. It's a lot, and it's, it's not, expensive. Yeah, it's not easy to do. I remember arguing with Rob because he thought it was fucking gonna be. Well, I'll just order this and then use that money to get the next round. I'm like, it doesn't fucking work like that. Dude, I was pre- the first three rounds were pre-sales because I would sell out of everything. And then have to use that have, money. Yeah, use that money, but it was not enough to, to, to. He didn't have enough to be able to buy a, to, enough to keep himself in stock. Because then he's only using. Dude, it's fucking running a business is hard. His fucking raised boy over there in Trenton was ripping me the fuck off. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to our, our man out in Trenton. Ray, let's talk about this baddie with a fatty because I got it. a I got a hard on already for this one. Oh yeah, let's go. All right, so this week's baddie with a fatty is Lex. Harley, L-E-X-H-A-R-L-E-E. I've actually got a picture of her page on the screen for you guys. That's right. Let's do it. nice. Yeah, a lot of the bros are wondering why, you know, we don't, I don't nominate any blondes. So this week we're going to give it up for the blondes, man. Lex Harley. I just want to see what this one's all about. Okay, 36.3. She's vegan. Definitely has a baddie. She's definitely hot. I feel, see, something always, it's always weird when you see chicks like this. Like, why doesn't she have more followers? Like, 36.3. You know Instagram is full of horny-ass dudes that just follow big booty, pretty chicks. There's so many of them. I know there's so many. But what is going to separate this chick? I I could tell you right now. I'm scrolling through her page, and everything is photos. And that's not a bad thing. But I think bros are becoming, like, desensitized to just, like, images. And they want to see... Entertainment. Entertainment. Like, even the stupid boomerangs that What's-Her-Name does. At least you can see some jiggle there, you know? With all these pictures, you really can't see too much. But anyway, Lex Harley, you are this week's Ray Worldwide's baddie with a fatty. You can reach out to Ray... And uh, make sure you let him know that you heard your name on the podcast, and I will send you out a female Batty with a Fatty uh, Racerback Tank, available only at robertfrank615.com. Yeah, man, I get hit up a lot with a, by, let's see, uh, Lucifer MMA, uh, Go Blue Dodger. 
I mean, these guys drop some gems on me, and it's pretty funny because a lot of the women, they're baddies, but they'll be like 1 million subs, 2 million, 11 million. But I... We're you, looking for a, under 100K, guys. Which, But they know, but they say, Ray, I know you'd appreciate yeah, it. So yeah. they just send me eye candy, but it floods my, you know, floods my, floods my, my, my inbox. DMs. And I find myself sitting there for like 20 minutes just look. So this is why I don't follow any of them because you can literally get caught up and just scrolling through these chicks' pages one after another. There's, there's too many. So ask the bros segment on Patreon. So bros out there, if you would like, if you appreciate what we do, this is my shameless plug to the Patreon. If you appreciate what we do, if you appreciate every usually Thursday morning when you wake up, there's a new Glorious House of Gains podcast episode, and it makes you laugh, it makes you cry, it gets you through your commute, it gets you through your workday, whatever it does for you. Consider joining Patreon, you know, even five bucks a month for behind-the-scenes content, the pre- and post-show. There will be another episode that we are going to launch that is going to be, it may start out as a monthly thing for Patreon members only, and then uh, maybe move on to weekly. We don't know yet, but it, it is in the works, and that's probably going to be in August. So just think about it, guys. Think about joining, joining the Army, and then if for you super chatters out there that, you know, spend a couple bucks super chatting each week, maybe, you know, do, do a little 5 or $10 Patreon instead, and uh, this way you guys can participate in all the Asta Bros. Um, segment. So Jose Estrada says, if you go on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, will it be just you or will you take everyone with you? Here's the thing with that. In by no means would I want, and shout out to Eric Hassabury, by the way, who I just saw reposted uh, my video. The um, Oh, nice. Yeah. Eric Hassabury, for those of you who don't know, is the CEO, founder executive president or whatever they call it owner uh, owner of, of every single retro fitness of retro fitness so shout out to eric hasabury who just reposted my video on instagram thank you brother so jose here's here's how i'll answer that when you go if i ever get asked to go on joe rogan i can't bring a whole fucking crew of people with me time out what was the question the question was, if you go on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, will it just be you, or will you take everyone with you? Yeah, no. First of all, he's not going to want to talk to anybody else but me. And that's not saying anything bad about any of the bros, but it's just, uh, he, he knows who I am. He doesn't know anybody else. As of right now. Maybe he does. Who knows? But, but... I can't show up to his podcast studio with four fucking dudes. You know what I mean? And be like, what the fuck did he just bring in? But we're learning slowly. The first podcast I ever did, it was with uh, Joey Bags came with me because I was going to someone's house. That was the the uh, PBR podcast. Remember that? We didn't know what we were doing. First podcast ever. And then other podcasts that I went to, I brought fucking like four people with me or three people with me or two people with me. It was always like, and you always got like that weird look like, God damn, what did you fucking bring a whole bus of motherfuckers here? So anyway, uh, it'll probably just be me, Jose. So Eric Rickle wants to know, I was in the gym benching yesterday and mid set, this dickhead walked by me and hit my bar with his gym bag and almost made me drop the bar on my neck. Curious to hear how you bros would have reacted to this. Let's just say me and the one and a half scoops of Amped AF were not happy. So shout out to Eric for the Amped AF. I'm really curious, Eric, what uh, flavor 
are you uh, taking of the Amped? Because Black Terry Sherbert is the Bombay. Ray Worldwide, how would you handle that? You're benching, and some Mama Luke walks by with his gym bag and taps your fucking bar mid-set. You're fucking this dude up, aren't you? I can see it now. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Because you should be careful. Like, you shouldn't be scooting your ass in your bag. Like, if if I see somebody on the bench, I'll actually walk around just because I don't want my shirt to grab it, and I just don't want to squeeze in between, like, a tight area. So, yeah, I definitely would have had to sound off on him because he shouldn't have been trying to squeeze by in the first place. Bro, the worst thing I've ever seen, and it's not that specifically, but at the old workout world in North Brunswick, which is actually a UFC gym now that's owned by Frankie Edgar, some dude was doing side laterals with, like, 30 or 40-pound dumbbells and, like, swinging them up. And in that gym, like most gyms have, there's, like, pillars that go throughout the gym to fucking keep the support beam up. And they were thick. And this one motherfucker, not paying attention, walked by, and as this one dude was doing a side raise, got a 40-pound fucking dumbbell right under the fucking chin, and they fist fought right there. Like, the dude is like, yo, bro, you fucking ran into me. The guy's like, you fucking hit me with the dumbbell? Full-blown fucking brawl right in the middle of the fucking dumbbell rack. It was great. But um, if I remember correctly, the dude that actually... Uh, hit the guy with with the dumbbell doing the side raises. He whooped the dude's ass. <laughs> so anyway, guys, pay attention. I know it's a so it's like social media world and era, and people are always on their phones. And dude, I find myself I cross the street and I'm on Instagram looking down, or I'm texting, or I'm doing something. I can't tell you how many times I almost got hit. So, bros, pay attention to what we're doing. Uh, this one right here is from Colin Boston. Said just seen a video of this verified dude called. Don't know if I want to really say his name, uh, but there is a, a 615 at the end of his name. I don't know if we want to give this guy any publicity because I have no idea who the fuck he is. But after his gym video was posted on Lad Bible, the video itself is funny, but not sure who he is uh, with that following to get the blue tick. Would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast. Enjoy your trip, bro. Colin, I'm going to have to get back to you on that because I'll look this guy up to see who he is. But listen... For those of you who don't know, Joe, can you see that? For those of you who don't know, and I'll make this really quick, follower account has absolutely zero to do with getting verified. Verification is based on press, TV, radio, magazines, newspapers, um, uh, likely likeliness of being mimicked or impersonated. Uh, so you'll see, you know, a bunch of fake Robert Frank accounts. Instagram doesn't give a fuck. They just delete them. They, you know, but anyway, that's how you get verified. A lot of people are like, yo, you got a million followers on Instagram. How are you not verified? And this guy's only got 60,000 and he's verified has nothing to do with that. Chances are this dude was either on TV or he was on radio or he was something. And all the podcasts and little interviews that I do here and there, they're really not press. You need like big major publications, magazines, which I have plenty of. It's just Instagram just doesn't like me. So whatever. I th- just based on what he said, I'm looking the guy up. I think he's a singer. Oh, he's just so. not a very popular singer. Okay. <laughs> he's not very popular. So there's your answer, Colin. This guy's not popular and he's probably has had some uh, records uh, produced or, or out there. So Anyway, John Nelson says, what's up, fellas? Hope everyone is having a glorious week. Rob, uh, I work for a very uh, I work for a very power fitness performance brand, but I'm getting fed up with the various bullshit from them. What is the tipping point for when you left insurance to do your own thing? 
That is a good question, uh, and I'll get to that in a second. He also says, congratulations on the Joe Rogan shout-out. That's dope. Also, take Ray Six Nuts with you to Sarasota tomorrow so he can rip those cougars apart. (laughs) Have a kick-ass week, and thank you guys for dropping real shit. So, John, the tipping point for me when I left insurance was um, basically uh, listen to episode... God... I know you've been with me for a while, John, because I've, I've seen you pop up for, for months now. Um, check out episode, I think it's 44. I think it's it's called I Quit. It's either 44 or 45 of the Glorious House Games podcast. It is a solo stream that I did by myself. It's about 40 minutes long. And basically, I was left with an ultimatum. It was uh, either stop making videos or the next instance that pops up where your social media life uh, interferes with your work life you're going to get fired. And um, I was making way too much money on the side just from steel and doing my own merchandise and cameos and fucking uh, brand deals that Joey would negotiate for me that it didn't make sense. I was making like four or five times what I was making selling insurance. And so I didn't have to work. So, John, always make sure that you have a plan B, brother. Alexander Rodriguez says, wore my swallows the gold size of the prize shirt to work yesterday and had all the women telling me I look fit AF. Your shirts are for sure panty droppers. God damn, I like that, Alexander. You got to give me your address, man. I got to send you some more of them, motherfuckers. Uh, he says, also, thanks for the steel discount. I'm always using that shit. Awesome, Alexander. He said, the biggest pet peeve at the gym is fools curling in front of the dumbbell rack. Now I have to wait for you to finish your set with the 25s while I'm trying to grab the 75s to do my work. Take a step <laughs> back so people could get their shit in. That is, and Brendan also chimed in, he he said that that, too, is a pet peeve of his. I agree. If you are going to do curls or side raises or something like that or shrugs or whatever, in front of the dumbbell rack, you're a fucking dick. Move back so people can get in and out and get their dumbbells. You know what I'm talking about? Like, they stay right there up on, and I'm guilty of it from time to to time. It happened today. And I gave no fucks about this guy's workout. I literally looked at him as he was in mid-set. Cause I didn't feel like waiting, oh, and shit. then I crossed my arm across his chest. Yes, <laughs> well, to my, grab my, dumbbells my, or yeah, put them away. I, no, I grabbed dumbbells and kept it pushing. He ain't saying nothing. He ain't want no smoke. Damn, yo, this trend is making you aggressive, bro. Let's get it. <laughs> anyway, so Zach G, Rob, when would you be restocking the double XL stringers for the future baddie? With the fatty winners, the d- double XL. <laughs> so the str- the stringers, I don't have any female stringers, but I think what Zach is talking about is the baddie with the fatty racerback tanks. Yeah, Ray has picked some heavy hitters the past couple of weeks. We do need to get those restocked. But Zach, the, in the brand stringer, if you're talking about the male uh, stringers, uh, the sick effing pump, they will... Uh, they uh, they only come in size XL. They don't have a double XL in that particular brand. So uh, thank you, Zach, for the, for the question. Brendan says, hey, Rob, awesome content as always. Love the Area 51 Rage video. I think I remember on a past podcast you said you were maybe going to do an episode of Ridiculousness. I love watching that and think it would be hilarious if you ever wanted to do it. Stay jacked and juicy. So, Brendan, yes. Um, when my first video, Pokemon Go Fuck Yourself, went viral, Ridiculousness was one of the shows the, the uh, producer reached out to me. 
Um, you know, I was brand new then. I was like a new guy on the scene. Viral video went crazy on all the different platforms. And Stone Cold Steve Austin's Rattlesnake Challenge, Ridiculousness, Z100, all these different outlets were reaching out to me to uh, come on the show and be a guest. And I had to turn them down. But if Rob Deerdick, right? That's how you say it? Mm -hmm. If he ever reaches out or his producer reaches out, he has all our information. He actually, they actually reached out to us around Cinco de Mayo. Remember, Joe? We had to send off a clearance for them to use one of our videos. No, that wasn't Cinco de Mayo. It was as recent as when we went to L.A. in January. They, yeah, but no, they wanted signed, to Cinco, this this year's Cinco de Mayo video. They wanted to use it. Yeah, but we permission. signed that in January because oh, we had we? told them we're gonna. We just got back or That's we were going right. to L.A. and they said if you wanted to come by and be uh, like a guest in the audience, potentially be on. Remember we were talked all yeah, about that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So they got all our info and they have a video that I believe will be used. Uh, you know what? Now that I think about it, it may have we, already. We been- signed an agreement with Ridiculousness that they could pull pretty much any video they yeah. want from from mine as long as it's credited properly. And the way that they do the credits there, Rob Deerdick doesn't necessarily say, "Oh, this video from Robert Frank six one five blah 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 blah." But in the in the end credits that go about a million miles an hour, my name will pop up, and it probably won't say which video is which. It'll just say special thanks to. Blah, 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 Robert Frank 615, blah, 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 blah. So thank you, Brendan, for the question. Eric E.P. Perez has question for the bros. Go to music for lifting. I think all of us can answer this. Mine is definitely hard as fucking metal. Sometimes I get into the old school, like, rap, too, like some Cellar Dwellers, Smith & Wesson, some, like, really old, like, mid-'90s to late-'90s stuff. I can't do any of the new rap music. It's just not my thing. Um, just not into it at all. But, Ray, what do you go to for, for the gym? Yeah, hip-hop. Hip-hop? All day, yeah. All day? New and old mix? New and old. New, new and, and old? old? Okay. Yeah. Joey Bags, what about you? Uh, same thing, but I listen to Hot 97. I use iHeartRadio. It's either Hot 97 or 105.1. It's all, it's, it's all new rap music, yeah. Eric, uh, if you're into uh, any kind of metal or death metal or anything like that, go on Pandora. And my go-to is, um, is uh, God, now, why am I drawing a blank now? You could either go to Lamb of God Radio or go to, uh, I can't think of the other one that I'm, that I'm thinking of. I'm fucking drawing a blank. But uh, I will respond to you on Patreon once I think of it. Uh, Hank Bowers, there's two more guys. And then we can wrap up. Hank Bauer says, for all the bros, what's the best prank slash joke you have ever pulled on someone? Good question, Hank. I think most recently, the best prank that I've ever pulled on somebody is the old tanning lotion trick on Joey Bag's toilet bowl. Um, I have this bronzer that I use before I go out. It's actually indoor tanning lotion, but it's bronzer. And it looks like if you smear it the right way, it looks like shit. And I go into the bathroom. If me and Joey are, you know, we travel a lot. If we're sharing a hotel room or whatever, I'll just go in and smear a little bit, like, on the outside of the fucking toilet and then wait for him to come in. And he throws a fucking shit fit. He's like, bro, what the fuck, man? You shit all over the fucking toilet. That's actually one of our go-tos is scaring the shit out of each other when we travel. Yeah. That's something that we try to do. That's that's like our go-to prank. You know, somebody's coming up to the room. You're hiding, it, hiding down in the closet oh, yeah. for like 20 minutes. Yeah, right. I don't know. Hiding in the closet or Joey, but coming out of the closet. One, one, <laughs> just, one just came to me because I, I used, I did it a long time ago. And it still sticks to me, and I don't know why I did this, but 
one day, this is, I was in my early 20s, and it was my ex-girlfriend from years ago, and I was on the phone with her, and I was like, yeah, you know, how's everything going? I was, and again, when I think back to this, how stupid this was, I'm like, yeah, you know, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm just driving from work, and I was like, oh, what's that? Oh, my God! And then I hung up the phone, and I turned my phone off, and I left that shit off for like five hours, that okay? Is- that's not a prank. Time out. That's fucked up. I then called her back, whatever it was, five hours later, and pretended I was a police officer, saying that I was dead. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Jesus. sorry. I'm Dude. sorry he's gone. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I did What that. a morbid <laughs> fuck you are. Jesus. The pony is dying <laughs> laughing over here. <laughs> I remember doing that shit. What an idiot. I was, Dude, I was young. I was like 20 years old. That's why she's your ex. Yeah. That is what a why. dumb idea to do. I know Ray pranked us a couple years ago, and you had those photos taken with you fucking hogtied and, and a, oh, a fucking shit, sack over right. your head. That's Hold right. On, I, Underneath, I, I still have them. So, yeah, so uh, I was working on a construction project with one of my boys, and I'm usually very corporate, so nobody would have ever thought of me being in, like, some dirty basement, you know, so... Um, I had my buddy hog tie me. I had a jeans, pair of boots, a sweat, nice sweater. And I had my arms behind my back bound, like, to my feet. And, like, was sending, like, Rob, like, notes from, like, a number he didn't know saying, hey, you know, give us some money or your boy's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty rough, man. I got I got some um, some serious heat for that one, dude. Of People course, I can't me. pull the, the photos up now. If you were to find, to find that, I'd die. No, because I look. I saw it the other day as I was going through my camera roll. Oh, I was looking for old pictures, like old. Um, if you guys follow my second Instagram page, the Robert underscore Frank page, I have a photo that I posted. I don't know. Maybe it was on Saturday or Friday night. And it was a side-by-side of a picture of me in the same pose thinking I was all fucking jacked out of my mind from like 2015 maybe it was 2014 I think it was 2015 and um yeah I I looked uh, oh I found it right here oh jeez so live stream this is the picture that I'm getting sick <laughs> so live stream can you see that this is a picture of Ray and I can clearly see it's him cuz I know his hands I've been I've been seeing them hands for fucking 35 years but it's Ray hogtied <laughs> with a fucking like plastic bag over his head, and then I'm oh, like, I can't believe you have that. And then if there was any question that is it really Ray or not, then then we have and we really have Ray. And there's his picture. And look how skinny your fucking pencil <laughs> neck is, you fucking geek. Yeah, I was probably a buck sixty. So yeah, that we uh, holy shit. Why do you have that? Because it's on my camera roll. Yo, had, forward, forward that to me. I can I use that again. All right. Vegan Lee <laughs> says, was Ray the person who sang the old intro song in the videos way back in the day? Nah, uh, that was our, so, our, our have, boy. Have you ever thought about releasing it to the bros? No, but I will give you, Vegan Lee, I will give you a, uh, a little nugget here, my man. Go on YouTube and type in Seven Crown. S-E-V-E-N, and then crown, like uh, King's Crown. And the name of the song is what, Ray? Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. That is the name of the song by Seven Crown, and that is the intro that I used to use. And yes, we did grow up with with our man Seven, a.k.a. Jameson. Shout out to Jameson. And his brother Milton, who's still trying to do his rap thing, 
sent me a member me a, of the Outlaws. He is a member of the, of the New Outlaws. Yes, uh, Tupac's old fucking crew. He uh, he sent me a Spotify or, or SoundCloud playlist yesterday. He was like, "Dude, I'm on this fucking playlist." I'm like, "Good for you, man. Keep doing your thing." But anyway, guys, this is gonna wrap up tonight's show. I know Joey Bag says ten o'clock. We got to be out of here. Because he's got to go home and shit or something. So it's ten oh three. Actually, we got a contract we have to sign. Big right. things. Yeah, we do. We do have uh, probably a good twenty minutes of work to do. So thank you guys for listening to the show. This has been episode sixty eight of the Glorious House of Gains podcast. I know we're a day early. I hope I didn't miss any super chats over in YouTube land. But I love that you guys were a part of the live stream for Ray Worldwide, the Pody, Joey Bag of Donuts. This is Robert Frank. We are signing out. Swallow's the goal! Size is the prize! It's game to clock, motherfucker! Let's go!